Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark out for a it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, FamilyPetAncestry.com brings you back to JackieCation.com just because it's funny. Anyway, um, the first things is uh, is I have a new album out that's been out now for probably two months, and uh, I like it, and you should like it, and you should listen to it on all the platforms if you like to just stream stuff, Pandora, Spotify, all the things, or you can buy it at um, my website, a hard copy or Amazon or iTunes for download. And if you're international and don't like iTunes or Amazon, just email me Jackie at JackieCation.com and I'll, I'll send you a, a download code and you can PayPal me 10 bucks. Anyway, there's many ways to support the show. First and foremost and free is the Amazon banner at both dorkforest.com and jackiecation.com. There is a portal to Amazon. You order like normal on Amazon. Doesn't cost you extra. Um, but there is just a kickback to the dork forest for a part of your order. And I totally appreciate that. Another way to support the show is just the PayPal donation button. If you like the show, feel free to donate. And if you want to do it monthly, I haven't made it easy. You have to remember every month that you like the show. And then donate. Some people don't like PayPal, so they've been donating via Venmo. And that's you're just using my email address, Jackie at JackieCation.com. Another way to support the show is to write reviews on iTunes or a review of my album on Amazon. And just uh, just be supportive in general and tell people about the show. And that I totally appreciate just as much. Uh, if you like merch, you can get a T-shirt. I got two different Dork Forest T-shirts. There's the black Ranger of the Dork Forest T-shirt and the green Dork Forest T-shirt with the logo. They're both American-made, union-made here in the United States, so they run big, just so you know. Uh, other than that, there are premium episodes of the Dork Forest. Some live episodes cost me some money, and so I uh, make you guys pay money. Does that seem fair? They're only two bucks. They're over at... Uh, Bandcamp. It's the dorkforest.bandcamp.com. There's a bunch of live episodes at different festivals in different venues around the countries. There's probably a dozen of them. And then there's a storytelling album. If you have all my albums and you would like to hear uh, some stories, there's, I believe, four or five stories on the storytelling album. And those are a buck a piece. So go get premium episodes if you're caught up or if you like any of those guests. You could listen to clips over there as well. Uh, the Dork Forest is part of a podcast empire called allthingscomedy.com. So if you're ever looking for another pod to listen to, populated by stand-up comics, go over to allthingscomedy.com and wander around. This week in stand-up comedy, I'm off to Birmingham, Alabama. Lori Kilmartin and I are doing a live version of the Jackie and Lori show, which is my other podcast over on Nerdist, and we're doing some stand-up shows in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, the full, you ever want to know where I'm doing stand-up comedy? My, my full schedule is on JackieCation.com and you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all at JackieCation.com. There's a fan page over on Facebook, Facebook.com slash The Dork Forest that has all my info on it. And there is a Ranger page where you can interact with other people who listen to this program. Speaking of listening to this program, let's get into it so you can listen to this program. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I'm back in my living room and I am with, there were several uh, thousand people that I could have done Dork Forests with on the Joko Nerd Cruise. Uh, and we've just brought it right back to Los Angeles because we're in my house and I'm with Renee Camus. Hello and welcome. Sea Monkey from the Joko Cruise that we ran into five times, but I was like, I still can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did record six episodes or something like that. So it was pretty good. That's pretty great. Not bad. No. So Renee Camus, uh, was that your first Joko Cruise? No, <laughs> not even a little. That was my sixth. Oh my gosh. There's yeah. only been seven, I think, I right? So nice work. Nice yeah. work. You're I missed for the duration. Thank you. Yeah, I missed number five. We had kind of decided after four that we might be done. And then, so we missed five. And then for six, they announced Imogen Heap. And I said, well, crap. Now I have to go. <laughs> Who's Imogen Heap? Oh my God. She's amazing. She's a. <laughs> hey, I didn't know who anybody was when I got on that cruise, I including, don't. sadly, Jonathan Colton. Oh, that is sad. That, uh, but now, now I'm on board. I am on board. <laughs> Who is Imogen Heap? Imogen Heap. There's no E at the end, so I'm okay. guessing it's Imogen. But okay. anyway, Imogen Heap is a musician, music, uh, songwriter, um, 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Singer songwriter. She does a lot with electronic music and she has these incredible gloves that I forget what they're called, like Musso gloves or something like that, where she makes music with the gloves and in the air. Yeah. She just kind of moves her fingers in the air and it makes, it is unreal. It's incredible. Oh, that is unreal. And I knew all that. I mean, I didn't know about that. Before. I was a fan of her before I knew that that's how she did it. And then <laughs> she had those on the cruise and it was just. Oh my God. That incredible. must have been incredible to watch. It was. It was really amazing. And I filmed the whole Joko Cruise concert that she did and it's on my YouTube channel. Okay. So, so. Uh, Renee Camus, by the way, is at C-A-M-U-S-R-6 and uh, ReneeCamus.com. And then you're also in a swing dancing documentary. And so if people go to aliveandkickingfilm.com. Yes. And it's and, A-N-D, aliveandkickingfilm.com. Yeah. Uh, and like can check it out. Just, just to be clear, I'm not actually in it. I'm in the background in one scene. Oh, fair enough. I was, you I were was part of it. I was involved with it. I was content strategist for it. Oh, she there was you mostly go. done with it. And I am a swing dancer, but she was mostly done with it by the time. We must discuss the dance <laughs> because I want to dance. Yeah. I have uh, no sense of uh, rhythm, no sense of, uh, Pshaw. <laughs> All right. I, I, I enjoyed that attitude a great deal. <laughs> it's, uh, the, oh, I will tell you this is the one, uh, they asked for one recommendation. Of, of, at the end of the Joko survey, entertainment survey. Mm-hmm. And I recommended, they've been on the Dork Forest, but I, I need to have them on solo. A band called Beatallica. They're a hmm. Beatles Metallica mashup band. Oh, wow. So they dress and look like Metall- uh, Metallica, or they, they sing Beatles songs, but they sound like Metallica. Okay. The lead singer has the same voice as the Metallica guy. And, um, but their headshot, like, is them wearing the Sgt. Pepper's outfits. Oh, fun. But they're trashed. And so, and they're huge in Germany, but they're from Milwaukee. Wow. (laughs) And I babysat for the lead singer's little sister. So that's how I know him. And you would have thought he would have babysat for her, but he was her older brother and he would have just been the boss. (laughs) Anyway, as with with children. Anyway, so Renee Camus, we're going to discuss the dance. (laughs) Oh boy. Have you always loved the dance? I have. Okay. And so you continue to dance to this day? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I stepped away for a little while, but I'm getting back into it. Okay. So did you take those classes when you were a kid? Like, yes. Was that the thing? I Well, uh, yeah. I started at five. I started with dance lessons at five. Okay. Um, <laughs> ballet, or as close as you get to it at right. five years old. Did you, were you growing up here? Where'd no, you, no, no. I'm from you, New York. New York. Okay. The city or just the state? Queens. Queens so, itself. New there York City, go. but not Manhattan. Right. There's an Italian ice in your past. Yeah. <laughs> So. Several, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Italian ice. <laughs> it's the it's the fanciest of all snow cones. Anyway, <laughs> so um, so when you were five, you started dance. Yes. What kind ballet? Ballet, or okay. you know, yeah. It's it's not exactly ballet at five, but yeah, that's essentially what it was. And then right. and then at thirteen, I started tap and jazz. Oh wow! Uh, but the thing is, actually, before that, when I was eight years old, my parents took me to this dance camp in Massachusetts called Pinewoods. Okay. Which is a folk dance camp for adults. It's primarily for adults, but there are two weeks during the year yeah. where, or, excuse me, during the summer where you can bring kids, you know, and, and, the, and you can go as a family. You go, and, yes. And exactly. And the, the week that we went to is called family week because you can bring your kids. Right, right. And so my parents, actually, they went without us, without my brother and me, one year, <laughs> and they came back, and my parents said, you're never leaving, I mean, we said, we are never leaving this house without us again. Right. <laughs> so they took us the next year, and it, and that, that was that. And you fell in love, because it yeah. was, was it two weeks of, da- or one just week. one? Just you, one week. You did one week, but it was a week of dance. Mm-hmm. But, it, and it was a week of, it, it it was a week of English and American country dance, country dancing. So English country dancing and American contra dancing and square dancing. Okay. What are, what, what stuff are, like it? Yeah. What, okay. <laughs> do, okay. Let us let the defining begin. Yes. Uh, English <laughs> country dancing. Yes. English country dancing. Is that like, I read a lot of ro- Regency romances. Yes. Is that like a quadrille? Yes. Or a minuet yes. or something? What do, we look, what are we looking at? So a quadrille is a square. Dance. Anything that's done in a square is a uh, quadrille. Uh, essentially. That's yeah, it's like a square dance because yeah. it's a quad. Quad, exactly. I'll be over here. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. That's right. Okay. So, English country dancing. And yes, if you've ever seen, and this is the easiest way to define it really, is if you've ever seen an, uh, Jane Adap- a Jane Austen adaptation, you know, right. Pride and Prejudice, Sense and Sensibility, whatever, then you've seen English country dancing. Okay. 
So, so that's what it is. It's, it's, it's lines of people mm-hmm. stepping forward, moving around. Yes. And then moving through space in patterns. Right. Mm-hmm. Moving through space in patterns. Yeah. To, is it always the same? Is it like a four, four? Like what's Depends. the, it can be any, it can be, There's, it can be fast. It could be slow. Yep. There's some in waltz time. There's some in uh, jig time. There's some in in nine eight, which is like a slip jig. You know, one two three four five six seven eight nine. One two three four five six seven wow. eight nine. So it okay. feels like three. Okay. Um, nice. Yeah, it's really fun. So some there are, are less slow. stately, like because the ones you see in the Jane Austen movies are all yeah. these crazy stately things. Yes. And but the ones you see in like a Dickens novel is more of a jig, and yeah, those are. Cause that's a little bit later. Dickens is more Victor- Victorian right, than right, Regency, Victorian, but it's but a yeah, similar, yeah. yeah. But, but they're still, I think, doing still a country. Yes. They're kind of a, what would be called a country, English country dance? Uh, In the general sense, a country dance or okay. a counter dance or a square or, yeah. So, mm-hmm. and then uh, square dancing is square dancing. I know square dancing because I went to uh, junior high in right. the uh, 80s. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> do Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and all that kind of thing. So and they're not that different, really. Okay. You know, oh, the, the, the names are different, but a lot of the figures are similar. Okay. And so what they're doing and how you're parading around and such, it looks a lot the same. Yeah. So back to ba- uh, do si do Yeah. Is called back to back in English country. Oh, fair enough. But it's essentially the same move. <laughs> what? My mind has been blown. Really? Yeah, because the thing is, is I genuinely love st- square dancing. It's really I love, fun. It's super fun. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with square dancing. Yeah. That's good times. Yeah. And then um, what's contra dancing? Contra dancing is like square dancing, but in long lines. Okay. So, oh, so it like still line has... No, country line dancing is something else. Is different. Country, li- country line dancing is like tush push uh, and... Um, um, tush push sounds dirty and awesome. <laughs> you don't remember tush push didn't? Um, no. What's his name? What is his name? Miley Cyrus's dad. Oh, d- have a oh no, that was Achy Breaky Heart. But right. there's, a, I think he may have also but had a, a song about the song. tush push. Anyway, it's it's to, to more country music as opposed to folk or bluegrass music okay. or something or or Irish music. Often you'll have Irish tunes in for contra dancing. Anyway. <clears throat> Country line dancing is where people are in div- standing by themselves in lines, right, facing a direction, and they'll do a set of steps in that direction, and then turn to the right and do that same set of steps, and then Ooh, turn like to the, the back, and then yeah, kind of like. But that was a disco <laughs> version of line dancing. Yes, okay. although not to be confused with the swing version of hustle, which is a couple dance. Okay, it gets very com- it can get very complicated. Well, there's clearly <laughs> uh, there's there's a rabbit hole of dance yes. that uh, that exists. Holy smokes! Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so all right, so contra dancing is what then? So contra dancing is like square dancing. Okay, but in long lines. Okay, as in you're still dancing por- with a partner. Ah. But you're, you have, it's called for as many as will is how they call it. So you have people line up typically, if you have the music, I'm kind of doing a little yeah, yeah, <laughs> diagram you, with there's a diagram. If you have table. the music at the front, the band, usually a live band, if mm-hmm. you're lucky, uh, a live band at the front. And then usually the, the gentlemen or the leaders line up on the left and the followers on the right. Okay. That's looking at the band. <clears throat> and so whoever you're facing is your partner. And you're facing your partner. Correct. Okay. And so then you have lines of couples down as opposed to the square hall. dancing, which has facing a couple, then a couple, a couple, a couple, a couple in, a in, a, in a square, exactly, or a cross, kind of, or a plus right. kind of situation. Right. If it were like that, right? I get it. I yes. get it. And English country dancing is the same, generally, with the long lines. Okay. Okay. Sometimes there are sets of three couples or four couples in a line. So it was a week of that. And how? Yeah. What? How old were you and your brother? Eight. I was eight. You were eight. Okay. My brother was ten. Tenish. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of the perfect time. To start learning kind of square dancing and line dancing and or contra dancing. Okay. Yeah, it was really fun. Well, it is interesting. And I've heard of contra dancing before. Never knew what it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah look yeah. at me learning. <laughs> Good. For- <laughs> it's really fun and it's easy. You can, you know, it's just walking and they walk, they call it. There's a caller who tells you what to do. Like square and- dancing. Mm-hmm. See, yep. that's, I think that's what I like about square dancing is that someone reminds you what the next thing is. Right. You don't have to have it memorized yeah. in your head. Okay. So that, so you did that. Yeah. And then, and your parents were into dance too, as well, obviously, yes, right? Yes, yeah, not or, as much, but yes. Well, and I'm sure now you're dipped, right? <laughs> so, so then when you were like um, 13, mm-hmm. what did you take? Oh, oh, so, oh tap. tap and clogging, or tap and um, jazz and jazz. Mm-hmm. Are there really jazz hands? Yeah, 
Okay. <laughs> Those are real? <laughs> yeah. That's a thing? Of course. Okay. Well, I didn't know if it was a... <laughs> If it was like a thing that they made up. Absolutely. All right. No, no. Someone jazz made hands. it up, but jazz hands are real. Do jazz yes. hands. On it. Yeah. And then everyone knows <laughs> that everyone does know what that means. So what is jazz dancing? Oh boy. I was just at a conference two weeks ago, a music music conference, Society for American Music Conference, and somebody was talking about this very thing. All right. Uh and um but it doesn't mean I have a better answer. <laughs> right. Exactly. Fair enough. Um jazz dancing, so it's kind of a catch all term, and I think that's what this paper was talking about, is that it's kind of a catch all term where um I don't want to get too far into the book or into the paper oh, that I saw. <laughs> Please, the minutia. Okay, the paper. This paper was about um, Chris Wells was the uh, um, the scholar who was talking about it, and he's okay. also a swing dancer. He's like the other dancer at San- at this conference that I go okay. to. Okay, <laughs> nice. One of the others. There's, but there are not many of us. Anyway, um, so he was talking about this book from the fifties, sixties. Okay, called uh, I think it's called Vernacular Jazz Dance. Okay. And it's by Marshall Stearns. Okay. And um, he, Marshall Stearns, was trying to sort of collect the these vernacular jazz dances, which is referring to swing. Okay. Swing and a lot of its variants. So East Coast Swing, um, you know, and then little things like uh, Sugar Push and uh, uh, Tacky Annie. Okay. Uh, of course, I'm blanking on all these names. That's, um, no, that's... That, but that's... But that gets Shim a catch-all in jazz? Uh, well, in this, and what it was basically was like social jazz dancing, oh. like swing. Oh, things that were done in a ballroom as opposed to things that were done on stage. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, but at the same time, there's a version of jazz dancing, which is referred to stage and it's concert a more performance dance. dance, a more performance dance as opposed to a social dance. Exactly. And that is like, you know, that's where you have jazz hands and you have the jazz square, the little okay. box that you make with your feet. Uh, and you have like chassés and, you know, what's a chassé? <laughs> it's hard to do. It it's hard down. to do sitting down and get up on and... an audio platform. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I did an episode about salsa dancing. That was, oh, uh, that was, uh. Also an audio experience. Yeah. Because it's an audio show. Anyway. Yes, <laughs> so. Chasse yeah. is just kind of a step together step. Like a, it's like but skipping. To, okay. Yeah. But do you skip sideways or do yes. you skip up and forward? Okay. It can go either way, but typically chasse is sideways. Fair enough. Uh, or there's this. Because it has a sachet <laughs> feel to it. And uh, I always think of sacheting as a left or right. I don't yeah. know why. Chasse. But chasse. But it's essentially but, the same. But uh, I went. I, that's where I went. So, yeah, fair enough. And it's, it's more, yes, exactly. And okay. it, part of it is chasse, I guess, is French, whereas sachet maybe is English. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And sachet, <laughs> it feels like there's a lady involved, really. Right. Work in the room is, uh, is what yeah. I always feel like. Um, that makes sense. So cool. So jazz dance. So you did tap and jazz. Yes. And um, tap, you need special shoes, you guys. Do yes. all dances need special shoes? Kind of. They should, um, mostly because you want to keep them clean. clean. Dance, okay. regular dance shoes, if you wear them outside, you will destroy them. Right. So. For sure, like ballet slippers. Yeah. And then, um, and then uh, I took ballet in college. Oh, cool. And uh, uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, it wasn't, uh, I, they, they did, they asked us all why, why we took the ballet. And I said, because I want to learn to cross the room on gossamer wings. Nice. I had read, <laughs> read it in a book once and I was 18. So uh, the, uh, <laughs> and I knew I was kidding. So, but, uh, and I never did. I'm not a gazelle, but, uh, but uh-huh. I do love, I do love um, the idea of dance. Yeah. So, so did, uh, so you, so can you still tap? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Do you, I'm, like, did it just stack? Like all the different kind of dances that you learned how to do, you're like, I want to do them again. And you kind of practice them whenever you can. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was my career actually. I don't know if that counts as a geek but, thing since it was my career, but. Well, that's, I mean, the thing is about <laughs> dance is that everyone I know who, who had a career in dance, they're like, no, I am a dancer. It doesn't matter if you had to stop dancing because you become 77 years old. Yeah. You are still a dancer. It'd be yeah. like saying, I'm not a comic. I'm like, mm, I'm sorry, the duration, <laughs> I will always be a comic. And so, um, yeah. so I get that. So when did you, you danced perfect. So before we get to that though, cause now you're 13 and you're taking tap and jazz. Mm-hmm. What was the next thing you took? Did you? Well, I, I, I kept continued, continued going to Pinewoods, uh, uh oh, by yourself. 
No, no, my parents took me back. Oh, good. Um, until I was 16. When I was 16, I worked at Pinewoods for the summer. That's it. You so, become a, you, that's how you go to get to go for free. Yeah. I was there for the, well, I worked, but yes, yeah, I was yeah. there for the whole summer. Um, at 16, then again at 18, and then again at 21. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. So, and, yeah. so there was time in between when you did not go to Pinewoods and, and no, I would a... go for a, a week. Okay. Again. Oh, good. Yeah. I, I kept going to Pinewoods for at least a week till I was basically 26. Oh, fair enough. And then went back in 2005, and then I haven't been since then, which is really sad. Because you would go in a heartbeat, I'm sure. I would, totally. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. It's fun. And it's still to this day Contra Square country? That's just the basic frame. That's just the basic framework. Okay. The, it, there's actually a whole bunch of other stuff that you've never heard of. Right. Like um, clogging, Appalachian clogging, English step dancing. Um, I went and taught Irish step dancing there once. Um, uh, ritual dances like Morris dancing, sword dancing, long sword, rapper sword. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. So you're wandering around with sharp, pointy instruments and dancing? Basically, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like the Russians? Uh, I was thinking of no, uh, but more of a... Yeah, there is, there is a version Cossack of that, but dancing. I haven't... Yeah. Yes. And, uh, so, I've seen it, but I haven't done it. Right, right. So the clogging and the... Um, I've heard of clogging. I've heard of Appalachian clogging. I've heard of uh, Irish dancing. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I don't know anything about it, but uh, <laughs> but they're they're much more physical, right? They're a lot more, and it's so dancing, if that's what you mean, <laughs> right? I suppose all dance. <laughs> yes, is there is there a yoga dancing that happens very slowly? And, probably, uh, yeah. probably called Tai Chi, Jackie. And uh, so uh, <laughs> the uh, well, so when, okay, so when did you start dancing professionally? What was the what was the what was the gig? Well, I always uh, I always loved it. Okay, so my parents took me because they're musicians. My parents okay. are both musicians, uh-huh. so it was in my family in my DNA anyway. Uh, and so <laughs> so I went to I went to a musical. So it was always it was just always something I wanted to do. Um, and I went to the fame school actually, although not for dance. Okay, which was kind of heartbreaking. Because fame. It was. You're gonna live forever. <laughs> All right, that's I don't know about just that. for the youth that but, are listening and maybe don't know the song. Anyway, so <laughs> you went, but not for dance, but, but for not music? for dance. Yeah, for voice. Oh, for voice. Well, that's neat because they yeah. all kind of blend into each other, right? The dancing and the singing and the playing. If yeah, you, musical theater. I love you, musical theater. Right. So, yeah, so I wanted to do musical theater. Um, so I went to I went to high school for voice. And then I went to the University of Michigan for musical theater, which is an amazing, amazing musical theater program. And I Ann Arbor, I'm still, right? Yeah, Ann Arbor. Yeah. And I'm still am- amazed that I got in. Right. <laughs> it's supposed to be one of the best in the country. It is. I only yeah. know that because I have friends who live in Ann Arbor who were amazed that their daughter got in. Yeah. Because they were like, <laughs> no, uh, even being from Ann Arbor. It doesn't matter. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they, they're trying to build something. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and I think I got in fairly near the, like, I don't think it had been around all that long when I got in. Okay. So I think that's why part of <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, my college, uh, is much better today than it was ever when I went there. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't get in now. So fair enough. <laughs> so, but, uh, so you studied all of the, so when, when you, when you go to musical theater school, mm-hmm. right? You study, <laughs> Like I saw an American in Paris the other night oh, at yeah. the Pantages, which that. is an entirely dance heavy musical. Yeah. I hated it as a child. Oh, oh, as I a know kid. as a child, because <laughs> I was like, why is there so much dancing? I like the singing and the funny. And, uh, so obviously a big fan of things like guys and dolls and the music man. Love, yeah. I love both of those. So yeah. they're great. But, uh, an American in Paris is entirely about the th- the three different kinds of art right there's and dance is the biggest one uh but there's also like he supposedly uh uh his medium is is drawing okay. and then um and then the the piano player his is music so but then the bell cuz there's so much dance in this thing mm-hmm. it was crazyville so did you <laughs> learn different kinds like cuz you in musical theory you have to use all of them especially yeah. like in american in paris which mm-hmm. is that's both modern dance and what is modern dance? <laughs> what is that? modern dance is another style of of concert, you know, performance dance. Okay. Um, it, it's more it's like ballet, but it's a little bit more relaxed. 
uh, in, in aesthetically, like you don't like ballet is very much about, uh, alignment and turnout, you know, having your feet yeah. completely turned out. Uh, and whereas modern is more in parallel position. Oh, so it's, it's, it can be a little more relaxed that way. Um, so like a lot of ballet dancers like Mikhail Baryshnikov, yeah. when they got older and it was harder to be so to stick those, you know, landings? specific, yeah. not just landings, but yeah, be specific about, about, fitting into that ballet aesthetic, mm-hmm. they would switch to modern dance because it's a little more relaxed, a little, a little more, more easier on the body. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. It's, I mean, so. you hear the stories of the ballet dancers and the, and the bleeding feet and the oh, crazy, yeah. they work their butts fucked off. up toes and yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so like the mother or, you know, modern dance stems from like, you know, Dennis Sean, um, Ruth Dennis and, uh, partner's name and her partner <laughs> sean ted sean oh nice i think i got it well and, played. and like martha graham and uh those kinds and what, of people what, what decade is that from well uh the- ruth dennis is like 20s late teens or 20s I oh really think. i think how long has ballet been around oh god since the 19th century okay yeah. so it was or kind of- at, technically really since the the baroque since uh louis the 14th okay yeah which is what 1500s Sixteen hundreds, yes, whatever. Yeah, uh, and by the way, all of that history—it's coming from romance novels, you guys. So yep. take it with a grain of salt. Okay, so <laughs> you got Google. Knock yourselves out. Yeah, so. and it is kind of fun because Louis the Fourteenth—you know—he—he—he he, he essentially was the father of ballet, I guess. Um, you know, I'm so afraid there are going to be other like dance historians listening to this, being like, "You are so full of shit. You don't know what the fuck no, you're talking that's about." That's fine. So. They can they can write to me, and I can go. Well, good for you. Good for you for knowing things. Yeah. Uh, in other news, we're super excited about it. Okay, go. <laughs> be as excited as you want, Good. as accurate as you need to be. So Louis the Fourteenth. I don't know why I'm doing this, but anyway, Louis the Fourteenth was, um, he's sort of the father of ballet because he, he, a lot of what he did was very balletic and very sort of stylized. The king yeah, the king himself. And that's the thing is that it was a social dance then, it, sort of, in a way. It was the oh, king. Wow. With his captive audience performing, you know, for the nobility. Right, right. But so it was, it was before, basically it was before there was this split between concert dance and social dance. Interesting. Yeah. Because people would just sit there and watch or people would just get in, like or, it was, arbit- like the line was blurred kind of? Or yeah, it was. It was more of a... It could go either way and people would watch and go, look how beautiful though they dance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then the nobility they, would get involved. And that's the thing. Those English country dances, a lot yeah. of those English country dances come from like 1650 around this time. Okay. But, but it was done a little bit differently than we do now because often you would have, you would have a line of couples, like I was explaining before, yeah. but one couple, the first couple at the top would basically dance all the way down, you know, Interacting with the people along the line, but they would be the only ones dancing basically until they got to the bottom and then the next top couple would come. So a dance could go on for hours. Oh, because <laughs> you could, you could, because it starts over. Wait, yeah. isn't there some sort of hip hop thing <laughs> where you go in the middle and you do something? That's, a, that's, yeah, I that's think so. That, and swing do that. Swing right, right. Too. There's a lot, there's a lot of those, uh, kind of lined up and you're like, and spotlight you guys. Yeah. Or spotlight you person. Right. Kind of thing. And breakdancing was that too. If, um, yeah. Sure. But here, but that the is. The Jackie Cation knowledge of dance <laughs> is a little spotty, you guys. I'm a Swiss cheese knowledge of dance. <laughs> uh, though I did enjoy Drumline. Oh, anyway. I still haven't seen that for Pete's sake. I need to <laughs> really? see that damn movie. Drumline's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've wanted to for years. Anyway. Um, there's a few movies I've missed anyway, sure. but, but the thing about that, of course, was that that was the nobility sort of, I think to some degree Creating. claiming their right as nobility, Ah, you know, and, yeah. and now, so now we do similar dances, but everybody dances at the same time. Okay. Rather than waiting for one person to okay, so get there's, all the way down the line. Right. It's not a star system. It's more, Hey, we're dancing. And then it turns into Saturday night fever. If you're really good, cause people stop dancing around exactly. you and start watching you. Right. Oh, I get it. Right. All right. And then that line gets blurred again. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So when I think so, <laughs> what about, so swing dancing is from big band. Yeah. Okay. So I love big band music. Yeah. Uh, jazz is harder for me because uh, there's a lot of improvisation going on yes. and I'm like, chop, chop. Uh, and swing kind of died for a little while and then came back partially because of like bebop and things like that, you know, which are harder to dance to. Okay. Yeah. So, it yeah. is hard. Yeah. Cause there's no, st- there's, there's not a beat. 
there's a beat, yeah, but it's, it's, not, it's, very, it's not steady enough to, right. to crooked. And yeah, it's yeah. kind of hard to catch, hard to grab onto, you know. It's a very specific, very, very, it's a quality dancer who can dance to jazz, I yeah. think, because especially <laughs> improvisational jazz. Yeah. And, yeah. And, knock and, yourselves yeah. out. And uh, the rest <laughs> of us would like <laughs> some time. Yeah. And so swing dancing yep. is, is, I always think that it's sort of, and this is, uh, this is me shooting an arrow into the sky. Yeah. Uh, it's like waltzing, but fancier. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it depends on how you want to, um, define yeah. it, I well, guess. I, I mean, is wa- swing all different? Is, is it all different time code as well? Time like, code? Uh, not time or t- time signs? Time, uh, time signatures? Yeah. Um, is it mostly it's four mostly four? eight eight? It's eight eight or four, four eight four. Or four four whatever. Yeah, whatever. But uh, but the tempos vary. But it it yeah, I think that's true. I think that's fair to say. That's what because a, a waltz tempo is like a four four in my head, even though I don't know how to waltz. Waltz. <laughs> waltz is, it is three, three four? four. There you go. And I'm wrong. So that's the <laughs> ideal. This is um, see, I'm wrong so that listeners don't have to be. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the 11th year, Renee. I'm, I'm talking, by the way, with Renee Camus. And if you want to, you can go to at C-A-M-U-S, which is Camus, uh, R6. So C-A-M-U-S-R-6 is her Twitter handle, ReneeCamus.com. And um, there you go. We're talking about dance. My YouTube is also C-A-M-U-S-R-6. Oh, there you go. There's a couple of, uh, there's those Imogen Heap uh, things. Yeah, I the Joko about. stuff. And also uh, a few dance videos, I think. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. So swing, I always get yeah. intimidated. Well, I'm intimidated at every level with dance, quite Aww. honestly, which is, you're like, oh, no, who cares? Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is I, such a great thing about the Joko Cruise, yeah. which is why I love you people. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth, though. I mean, especially with, it's, I found it, it's worse with men. Uh Grand generalization here, but I find that it's worth it's worse sweeping, with men. Oh, they get freaked out because they, yeah, they they're afraid of looking like an idiot, or they're yeah. afraid to. I don't know what they're afraid of. They're afraid, they. I think mostly they don't want to look stupid. Right, right, because they're raised to not look stupid. Yeah, they're, they're raised <laughs> to care about it more, and we're like, well, we're constantly being called stupid, so I might as well look stupid yeah. until I learn how to do it. Not to mention these horrible ideas about what men are supposed to be like and right. how dance is effeminate and all that kind of right. bullshit like, that is. Just wrong. It's wrong because if you've ever seen uh, male dancers, you're like, Jesus, that's hot. Yeah. So, right? No yeah. kidding. Yeah. It's there's nobody sexier than watching a dude dance. Well. I know. I'm so, serious. Yeah. So, so yeah. get out there, gentlemen. You yeah. Too. You so, too so the only there. you know your biggest your biggest conflict is in your head. It's yeah. all up up in your brain, going, Oh no, I'm going to look stupid. No. Right. And get then swing it. dancing is um I so I get intimidated because I want to swing dance, but I also want to wear those clothes. Because uh-huh. the, the 40s. clothes are, yeah, the forties yeah. kind of clothes are neat, but I would also need a team uh, to make it look right. So uh, you don't yeah. have to have the clothes in order to do it. Obviously, no? you can just yeah. dance normal just and dance. just dance. It's fun. Dance like the world isn't watching. Yeah, my thing is I only <laughs> dance when the world isn't watching. So uh, <laughs> and you never know when that is. <laughs> no, no, I dance alone. And uh, so, but so you do swing dancing as well, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of different kinds of that too. Yes, mm-hmm. swing. The sw- swing dancing is a general umbrella term, and then there's a whole bunch of different dances within that. And they talk about that in that swing documentary, Alive and Kicking. Okay. So, but there's like there's Lindy Hop is sort of the main one. Okay. Um, it grew out Lindy. of the Charleston, by the way. Okay. It grew out of the Charleston. Lindy Hop is kind of the main one that, um, or, or at least the first one. Right. Uh, and then there's West Coast Swing. East Coast Swing is like Lindy Hop, but it's a much simpler version. East Coast Swing is what I taught on the Joko Cruise, for example, because it's your very basic right. kind of swing. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I taught two classes on the Joko Cruise. I taught two swing classes, and then I did a, um, um, English country contra oh, cool. <laughs> dance <laughs> that's, thing. That's awesome. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so then within swing, there's, there's Lindy Hop, there's East Coast Swing, there's West Coast Swing, there's Balboa, there's Shag, there's Carolina Shag, there's St. Louis Shag, and there's a third Shag that right. I'm blanking on. Um, and but then there's, there's so many different kinds. There's bug. Yeah. There's, yeah. And I don't even know them all, but so right. And, and everybody, so what, uh, DC hand dancing, right. <laughs> DC hand dancing. Yeah. That mm-hmm. sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Is, are your hands involved? 
Of course. Excellent. They always are. Of course. It's kind of like, um, I've done a little bit of that. It's kind of like West Coast. It's a more bluesy kind of, uh, thing, you know, style with a lot of sort of hand passing. Oh, oh, oh. Sort of, I think more constant connection with the hands, sort of. Okay. So you're touching a lot more than, um, right. Because, yeah. So there's, yeah, because couples dancing, you're, are, are you always touching? Or, cause you, you know, like when you go to a club, you usually just pretend grinding at each other, right? right? And so, uh, what is that called? Uh, well, is that called pretend grinding? I used to call it shit dancing. <laughs> wow. That's back uh, when I was younger and had an attitude about right, these things. Right, a little, little less of a safe space. Uh, anybody wants to come on and talk about their grind dancing? Good. <laughs> Email me. No, clubbing is fun. I just call it clubbing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, sort of just club dancing, just kind of jumping around, having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's, well, I, if people have studied it, I haven't. So I don't know. Right, right. I'm there, sure that might. people have. Yeah. I'm sure there's something out there. Yeah. Right. Cause it's, there's in, 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 in clubs, you see people dancing dances, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there is mashed potato and running man and those kinds of things, I guess. I don't know. There was some sort of. I'm going to sound like I was 107, but I want everyone to know that I was born 107. So yes, I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) It's that thing with the, I'm not even, I can't even, I'm just too embarrassed. So safe space, safe space. Uh, uh, I don't know. uh, Someone did it at Marie Bamford's. uh, The kids did it at the like two 15 year olds did it at uh, with a broken leg business. And the song was, it was a hip hop song where it was a specific dance to a dance. It was a, it was it was a dance song that was a dance, right? I mean, like, like like the Charleston is also a song, right? Wasn't it? A, or the Lindy? There Hop. was, yeah, I think so. There yeah. isn't a song. Sometimes there's a song, and then there's a dance that goes with it. Yes, but they don't always come first. Like you would, you wouldn't know it. You know, sometimes the song comes after the dance. The oh, song I see. It's a response of the dance. The dance. It was there. popular. Yeah, exactly. So it's but yeah, there are lots of dance songs. I'm not sure how to call it, but yeah, where like there's there's a, a great Danny Kaye. Well, does a version of this where he ta- he says like um, I'm trying to remember the name of the song, but he says you do the Eagle Rock with such style and grace, you yeah. know, and and it, like the whole thing is just naming a whole bunch of different dances, yeah. Within and each one is like one little step, and that's the dance, right? You know? Okay, as opposed to like an English country dance called Child Grove, which is a whole bunch of different figures within it. Okay, you know what I mean? Child Grove, Child Grove, nice. I like the names. Yeah. Yeah. There are some really weird names. Like, uh, one, like, The Pride and Prejudice with Colin Firth. Right. That's a classic. It is a classic. It's they a- do a couple, the dances in there are good because they're kind of the real dances, mostly. Okay. Of course, right. they change them a little bit because it's on camera and all yep. that stuff. Um, so, like, they do a couple of real dances in there. They do Grimstock mm-hmm. and they do Mr. Beverage's Maggot. <laughs> beverage. I've heard beverage also. Right, right. So, however it's pronounced, but by God, those are weird. Uh, there's a Names. dance with a maggot word in it. Yes, maggot meant whim or oh, did it? idea. Yeah, it oh, wasn't the a little bug. In your eye? Uh, but if you have a maggot in your brain, yeah, you have a weird idea. idea. Yeah, but you also might have a maggot in your brain, and that's really going to mess with that's, your brain. That's like Pink Floyd. Crap. Yeah, that's going to really get out there. Oh, yeah. Sure. Spooky. And the worms ate into his brain. Yeah. All right. So what are the great um, <clears throat> historical dance movies? Because you like oh, yeah. musicals, right? And um, so An American in Paris. Did you see that when you were a kid? Uh, I th- I've seen pieces of it, definitely. Right. But I'm actually not sure if I've ever seen the whole thing start well, the to mo- finish. The movie with Gene Kelly yeah. and um, and the famous ballet- ballerina. Sid Charisse. Thank you. Sid Charisse. It is Sid Charisse. (laughs) And, um, because, uh, the other night at, at the movies, uh, at, at the play, because I I bought season tickets to the Pantages so I could see Hamilton in September. I bought them a year and a half ago. I'm so stressed out about those damn tickets already. Did you get them? No, they go on sale soon. Oh, really? Okay. So, um, I was going to try to do that then, but it's so much money and we weren't sure we could afford it. And then I went back, you know, we kind of said, yes, let's do it. And I went back and it was, well, so I bought them the them. day after I almost spent $1,500 for one ticket without a flight oh and God. a hotel to go to New York. And uh, then I <laughs> called people, uh, dial first before you purchase items, because people who had seen it in New York were like, no, it's great. It's not worth $1,500 plus another grand in Aaron Hotel. Yeah, that's... So keep it together uh, and buy season tickets. And then so we have already seen Hedwig. 
Oh, and cool. we saw we're going to see the um, Book of Mormon mm-hmm. and then uh, <laughs> Hamilton. And then there's a bunch of other ones. Like Andy saw The King and I. I was on the road. We saw that. Yeah. And uh, and then I guess there's there's an American in Paris. There was Neverland. Yep. And saw there, that. Um, that was disappointing. I, we just saw Finding Neverland a couple of weeks ago. Okay, that's it. A Finding, month ago. Yeah. <clears throat> and I had seen it in New York and I loved it. I oh, loved it in New York. They changed it for the Pantages. They like the first 20 minutes were completely different. Well, that's and weird. I was really disappointed because my one of my favorite songs from the album or from you know the yeah. show was no longer in it when I saw it at the Pantages. Oh, that is weird. I was hugely disappointed. Yeah, we I we saw Hedwig and we had seen Hedwig a year ago in New York with the guy who was in the movie who wrote it. Uh, yeah, we, John Michael, John Michael, whatever something. And um, he we ac- I accidentally bought tickets for his second night back playing it after Neil Patrick Harris. Ah. And um and I liked it. But I didn't know what it was when we went to see it. Literally, uh this this very liberal thought went through me. It's a gay thing. Uh really? <laughs> Out loud? Yes. Yes, that's what I nice. And then it was I mean and it was beautiful and it was I cried and I laughed and it was a, a delight. Better than cats? It was uh oh my god, <laughs> almost everything is. Yeah. Uh, for me. Uh but uh I don't I like cats. I don't like the, the movie musical cats. cats or the musical. Yes. Anyway, so <laughs> in other news, in other things that I can shit on that people love, I'm so sorry. No, no, a lot. Of, please, cats gets a lot of right. It gets a lot of guff. I actually did like it. Yeah, um, but the, I was a 13 year old girl at the time, so I was the 13 year old I was babysitting for. Lovety loved it. Yes, I was the demographic. You so. were that demographic. There was a window. <laughs> you uh, fell into the window. Yep, and it was perfect. Yeah. And uh, her little brother, I came down and they were watching uh, Cats and she was, I think, 11 or 12. And what she would do is she would get those. Do you Have you ever gotten those? Those uh, boot, they're not bootlegs because they sell them. They're uh, Broadway musicals. Oh. So she got the VHS tapes of those. They are bootlegs, aren't they? Are they bootlegs? I, I thought so. they were real. Anyway. Well, what are you, it depends on what you're talking about. I mean, they, there are some, like, Sometimes do they bootlegs. sell it in the stores and stuff? But I think that they bought, she bought them. Like she had an Into the Woods with uh, Bernadette. Yes, that, that's a film. Yeah, a filmed yeah. version a of film version play, and basically. supposedly the film version of Hamilton with Lin Manuel we'll Miranda will eventually. come out eventually, and I will purchase that in about decades from and, now. Right. Yeah, come, come, come. Yeah. There's no reason. I at one point on this show, every week I would say if someone could put together all of the different clips that they have taken on news shows and put them in order, that'd be great. And the great thing about it is uh, all the clips that they have are before the duel, so everybody lives. <laughs> <laughs> Screw history. Screw history. Everybody lives. <laughs> everybody lives. They're still alive. They're living in Harlem. And uh, so I actually have a bootleg of, of, it? of Hamilton well, a that I haven't mine, watched yet, but I will. Well, that's my, my friend who's seen it more than three times. She saw it in oh the public, God. and then she saw it twice, I know for sure. She was with the person I called. And said, should I buy the tickets? And she said, don't be ridiculous. Just buy the season tickets and go. Because it'll be in Los Angeles. The cast will be amazing because everyone wants to be in movies. And because Lin-Manuel can't sing that well. I'm sorry. Oh, no. People you are not alone. hurt he, me. But... Well, he surrounded himself with such amazing talent yeah. that his he's a better singer than I am. <laughs> but, but comparatively, yeah. he is not. I mean, the other people were so amazing that you're like, well, he's just okay. Yeah. And, he's not uh, that good. <laughs> comparatively. And, uh, so, um, so who knows who will play, uh, the lead to, but he, you know, uh, but it should be, I wanted us, the, the one thing I didn't, all right, I'm taking over. I'm so sorry, but <laughs> Philippa Sue. Yeah. Was we, I bought tickets to Amelie. Yeah. I wanted to see that. And, uh, I then got work. Oh, out of no. town. So Andy it? had to take a friend. Aww. And so I didn't get to see her in Amelie, but we watched the movie again. Oh, the movie's so good. The isn't movie's it? so good. It's such a lovely movie. Do you know, the first time I saw it, I burst into tears at the end of it because like I was, to... there was so much tension. Like I, yeah. the whole time I was so <laughs> terrified that something awful was going to happen that by the time it ended all happily, yeah. I just, I like lost Yay! my shit. It was really... I have to tell you that it is, there were two movies that when Andy and I were dating, uh, we, <laughs> He loved Amelie and I loved Midnight Run. And uh, <laughs> so he, we watched Amelie and I didn't really see it as far as I was concerned. We were making out and <laughs> he has never seen Midnight Run. 
because we made out to it. <laughs> and we tried to watch it several times. Same with Amelie. But I never told him that I never saw Amelie for real until the other night after. And uh, he said that uh, Philippa Sue was great in it. I'm but sure. uh, he still yeah. likes the movie better. And, uh, but the version of Hedwig that they did at the Pantages was, uh, I thought, better for me just because you know productions vary obviously as we've we've spoken mm-hmm. and this production of Hedwig was was great i thought it was really great and it was um and plus i knew what it was about which also helped when you yeah. see it again and you're like oh i get it yeah. but an american in paris mm. uh has such hardcore sexism going on oh i'm sure that <laughs> that it's so hard with some of those movies that what I did was I played a little game with myself to make myself okay with it. Because at one point, <laughs> um, the Gene Kelly character, the lead, uh, and the French girl, he, he essentially, she says her name is Lise. And he's like, Lise is a dumb name. I'm going to call you Eliza. <laughs> and she's like, her, my name is Lise. And by the end of the movie, she, by the end of the play, she's like, you can call me Eliza. Ugh. And I was like, Ugh. Yeah. and uh, except for the fact that, it's proof positive that if you like somebody, sometimes what they do isn't creepy. But if you don't like them, it's, it's creepy. totally creepy. And you're like, yeah. well, you're, you can't change my name. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you have a pet name for me. Everyone else can still call me whatever. But like one time after Andy, we were like our eighth date or something like that. We had driven separately. He had come to see a show of mine that was very new and very weird. And um afterwards, we he was like, it was wonderful. I loved it. I drive home. An hour after I get home, there's a knock on my apartment door and he's there with a rose. Aww. And he was like, the, 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 the show really affected me so much. I just wanted to tell you that. And he said, there was part of me that was just going to leave the, the flower. And then I was like, well, that's creepy. <laughs> and I thought being here is creepy. And I was like, unless I like you, yeah. then I think it's great. And it was. So that's so sweet. What a weird, I mean, it's just <laughs> such a, and so he could have changed my name. Luckily, he's never changed my name. Yeah. So, because it is kind of weird. Yeah. That is wow. hard, though. I should give you five minutes back because <laughs> holy shit with the no talking. No worries. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's fun. Yeah. But it, that is weird, though, because the, the, the sexism is very weird. And and even with Hamilton, I have a hard time with it, actually. You know, that's a, a current show, a new right. show. And I still have a hard time with it because it's all about Hamilton, obviously. Right. But the women in the show only exist in terms of their relationship to him. And it's all about him and his eyes. And, uh, yeah. and I'm like, oh, whatever, <laughs> you know. Right. And part of it is because we don't have enough information. Yeah, that's you know? true. And, you know, whenever I look, whenever I read about, um, you know, she kept all of his letters. Mm-hmm. He didn't keep any of her letters. <laughs> and you're like. What do you mean you didn't keep any of her letters? It's like, she kept all of yours. Yeah. And, uh, cause just think about all the letters that women wrote that the guys were like, yeah, that was great. Throw it in the fire. <laughs> right. And, <laughs> yeah. And so, but history is written by the winners and that happens to be a pile of white guys. Yep. Yep. But there are, yeah. So what other, what other, what are your favorite musical? I mean, are there musicals that have more dance that, um, dance is, yeah, it's, it's tough because there's so many music. I love musicals and there's so many musicals generally and that I love that have no dancing in them at all. Not at all. Yes. And in fact, I am a huge Sondheim fan. I love Stephen Sondheim. He is my God. Okay. And I've only, I think, seen Into the Woods. Okay. Yeah. It's great. What are his, what are his others? He's very esoteric. He's very sort of, uh, you know, eclectic or yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah, esoteric. That is the weird. thing. It's a, it's an odd show. Yeah, yeah. I loved it when I saw it. I was like, who is this guy? Cause again, I don't know things, but, <laughs> but I, he's yeah. brilliant. I always think of this. I always feel like there was at least maybe not now. Cause you know, this is older school, but there was right. this kind of war, if you will, between Stephen Sondheim and Andrew Lloyd Webber. Ah, and you know, Andrew chess. Lloyd Webber. No, that's Tim Rice who that worked is, with Andrew Lloyd Webber, but it's not it's not Andrew Lloyd Webber. It's actually the two guys from ABBA. That's right. Yes, it's ABBA Chess and Tim is a Rice. great show. Yes, Chess is so deep nerd. Yes, that it's, a lot of nerds love it's, Chess. It's, it's true. A lot of nerds love Chess, and it's not that great a show. The score is great. It is. It is great. But the show has never quite worked. The compelling story of Chess. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Lloyd Webber is Cats, Jesus Christ Superstar, Joseph the Amazing. Okay. Um, Evita, which I love. Jesus, Joseph the Amazing. La 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 la. Too much to say. <laughs> Joseph in the really, really, really long title. Right. Um, <laughs> Cats, 
They said that that's yeah. Tough. Starlight Express. Sondheim. So, so express the roller skating one. Exactly. Yes. So Lloyd Webber is very commercial, very sort of mainstream. You go out humming the scenery and you go, <laughs> yes. and you go out humming the tunes, you know, right. music of the night and all that stuff. Uh, Phantom. Phantom. Um, Sondheim, on the other hand, is, is more, uh, esoteric, as I said. It's more for, fans of musical theater i guess if you will okay. it's a little more um it's a little knowledgeable meta. it's a little bit yeah, it's it's in, in, in inside i suppose is, uh, i don't know if it is no in in the terms of referencing by, to by, other by fans of musical musicals themselves no, it, you no? just have to be a little more knowledgeable maybe to get it because like the biggest complaint that people make not me yeah. but other people make about sondheim and he made it about himself in one of his shows that's kind of okay is that you can't Hum the tunes. The tunes are a little too complicated to sort of go out of the theater humming the tunes. Okay. Which, which for me is like, what else did he do besides Into the Woods off him? Okay. So he did, he, Into the Woods, Sweeney Todd. Oh, Jesus God. Is his Sweeney Todd. Best. It's such a brilliant show. Sweeney Todd, a little night music. Um, uh, Merrily We Roll Along, which was a flop. And that's the one where he references his own lack of having a hit tune. Fair enough. Um, uh, I said a little night music. Send in the clowns is from that. You remember that song? The song "Send in the Clowns" is from a little night music. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, <laughs> I guess so. Well, because it's such a like a it's a classic nineteen seventy sad sack roller skate backwards like weird song. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Skate backwards. Yeah, <laughs> it's a true. send in the clown. Then you're like you got to find a fourteen year old with sweaty palms, and you got to all right, all right. <laughs> Stop touching me. That's so funny. Anyway. Yeah, and of course, it has nothing to do with any of that in the show. At all. It's totally, you know. Right, which is why the context of the show. It's in a show, which means that there must be Mm -hmm. a context. I've never seen that one. Oh, it's a great. Do they send in clowns? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's an actress. Okay. She's an actress, and she's basically talking about how she missed her shot with this guy, essentially. Okay. Yeah. It's a real, it's the very end of the show. Okay. Yeah. It's, oh, it's sort of the, the penultimate or ultimate. Yeah, it's her yeah penultimate realization of what she's yeah, been yeah. doing this whole time and how she kind of messed it up. All right. So, But, of course, then they... And what's it called? What's the name of that show? A Little Night Music. A Little Night Music. Yeah, it's great. Okay. It's based on an Igmar Bergman movie called Smiles of a Summer Night, which is also really good. I've seen that, too. Yeah, I'm going to say a musical based on an Igmar Bergman, uh, that's going to be meta. That's going to be inside <laughs> baseball. Yeah, I guess. That's, yeah. uh, that's going to be super intense. That's going to, you're going to have to give a lot of shits, uh, to get involved. You got to have a horse in that race to want to even go there. So, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. He's got very unique stories. I mean, obviously, Sw- yeah. Sweeney Todd, of course, about a it's murderous a, barber. Right. Amazing. Where you're like, what is this about? And you're wearing your Sweeney I'm, Todd's t-shirt. I am indeed. Well played. That's a knife. <laughs> Or a razor. Yeah. This is from the movie, but still. Yeah, yeah. It's still pretty great. I love it. Yeah. And then, so then, and then like he's got one called Pacific Overtures, which is about the, the opening of Japan to other nations coming in, trading Hilarious with it. Hilarious. I awesome. know, right? Yeah. Very unique. Um, so yeah, he's, Follies is one about the Follies, Ziegfeld Follies. Oh, the Ziegfeld Follies? Or something like it. Yeah, yeah, Ziegfeld, yeah. yeah. So that's, so, yeah. So that's Sondheim. Yep. And, um, Andrew Lloyd Webber is Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ Superstar. I've been listening yeah. to that a lot. Easter's coming, you guys, when we're recording this. <laughs> anyway. That's <laughs> true. And Jesus Christ Superstar was genuinely my religious experience when I was 13. <laughs> you know how like, like you'll, you'll, you'll hear about like everyone in junior high. All of my Jewish friends are like, I used to follow the Christians around when I was in 13 or the atheist kids are like, I went with these weird evangelical people to church because I was like, what are you doing on Sundays? <laughs> and uh, so we always went to church. And then I found Jesus Christ Superstar when I was like 12. It was my stepmother's album collection. I went through it and I was like. And I would sob, sob when he was killed. <laughs> oh, and I know. I, and, and Mary Magdalene's song about loving him, but not loving him and yeah. wanting to do it with him, but not. I remember going, <laughs> oh, this is hot. Oh, I don't know how to love him. Yeah. 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 It was all, um, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you like Godspell too? I've never seen or heard Godspell. Oh, how weird God. is that? Right. Who wrote Godspell? Steven Schwartz, who is also really awesome. Steven Schwartz did Wicked. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I love Wicked. Right, Wicked, right. Wicked is right behind uh, Sweeney Todd. I think is my favorite musicals. Okay, yeah, yeah it's. Uh, I gave the book to my stepmother who loved the the other. That's the thing. I Wizard hated the book. You didn't like the book at all. Wicked hated it. 
Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. <laughs> With the power of the sun. Hated it. Not enjoy yes. it. The adaptation to the musical on fire. I love. Yes. Okay. And I have to say that to be honest, or to be fair to the book, yeah. I started reading the book because I heard about the, the musical. Oh, okay. You had heard so the, by that point, and I'd heard like a song from it in the right. store. So and so already, it already had, a, it already gave me an idea of what I thought the show book would be about. And it yeah. wasn't. And the thing, the thing that the book did, spoiler, maybe uh, 30,000 years ago, go ahead. <laughs> the thing that the book does over and over and over again, which is a huge pet peeve of mine when I'm okay. watching TV or anything else too. As soon as it got interesting, they jumped forward seven years. Oh my God. A classic problem. I hate that. Show don't tell. Yes. I yeah. hate that. That's... And Jane the Virgin did that recently, and I'm still very angry <laughs> at them about it. I am. <laughs> I don't know oh, if you watch that, but I'm still very angry right. at them. You're like, what are you doing? It's, uh... <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Well, but Wicked is, uh, that's, uh, that is interesting. I okay. Love yeah. All right. So Wicked the, the, well, as I remember, um, Try, I'm comparable but not comparable. Uh, still mad about the Federalist Papers because uh, I did. I because I, I got I went down this Revolutionary War rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. You saw my copy of 1776, yes. yeah. uh, which I finally just bought instead oh, of just so rebuying it on Amazon Prime over and over again. Oh, anyway, uh, I was like, just get the DVD. Yeah, and great. so um, although there's so little music in it, really. But yes, right. But the uh, um, and the guy who who was a Magnum PI who who did the voice of Kit the Car played John Adams. Oh yeah, 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 that yeah. Guy. And he's got a name. Anyway, um, <laughs> people know it. I don't. The John uh, something hey, Adams. It was John Adams who played him. That was his real name. No, I'm kidding. The uh, <laughs> uh, but the but so I I and I have a poli sci degree. So oh, I was, cool. and so I have a copy of the Federalist Papers around and I've read it and some of them are true and some, I mean, some of them, I, they're, it was a defense of the constitution, right? right. So, so I'm reading From it. Hamilton. That's all. That's I know. All, yeah. Yeah. So I'm reading it going, yeah, you really wanted there. You really, and he, and you, it's alluded to in the play, in the musical is that he wanted George Washington to be the king and he wanted it. Huh. And he, he liked the idea of monarchy more than. And a super strong central government. That's what he was a big fan of. Hmm. And so I am hit and miss. You know, I'm obviously, please let there be roads, uh, huh. you know, and Interesting. so whatever. Anyway, again, we've digressed. I know. So. I know how to bring it back to dancing. Though. Do it. <laughs> 1776. I love 1776. Yeah. It's a great show. Great musical. Movie's great, too. Not all the movie adaptations are good. Yeah. Like avoid a little night music. There's a movie version with uh, what's her name? Elizabeth Taylor. It's oh, horrible. It's horrible. Awful. Okay, yeah. so don't watch it. Get, move around <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, but 1776, there's a waltz in it. That's right. And it's totally wrong because the waltz is not really around yet. That's right. The waltz wasn't invented until the 1800s, right? Yep. Yeah, 1810s or so. Right, because, again, Regency romance is coming. Yeah. It was a very scandalous uh, It was a scandalous Huge dance. Huge scandal. Because mm-hmm. uh, you, you were twirling around the room in a male embrace. Yep. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Because if you think about the English country dances, the most you would do with a partner is take hands. Right, and you're all wearing gloves. And you're wearing gloves and all right. that. Yeah. And all that. And, yeah, and so then all of a sudden with the waltz, you are actually holding your partner, you know, shoulders, by mm-hmm. their shoulders or their waist or whatever, and, right. and you're spinning around frantically and, you know, a lot of... Do you still Whirling. currently take? Uh, do you still take any sort of dance classes or anything? I teach. More you teach than, more than yeah. than take. Mm-hmm. And so, what do you do for to dance yourself? Uh, I go. To, there's an English country dance group in Culver City. I go to them Fun. frequently. Although I missed the last like three because I've been out of town. But yeah, yeah, we're working it. But like there was one yesterday that I didn't go, or Sunday that I didn't go to. But sometimes you gotta lie down. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's, no worries. I get it. Because um, I want to take dance. Andy and I have talked about taking dance classes for a decade. Yeah, and we have never done it. And there's a dance right next to our favorite Lebanese restaurant. There's a one of those Arthur Murray's. Oh, cool. Or whatever. We could just go. Yeah. And, you should. Yeah. And I mean, English country dancing, again, is a social dance in the sense that it's not a class. You know, you just go and you dance. You go and you, you know, and they, they sort of they teach you out. as you're doing it. Okay. Right? Because, uh, you know, they sort of walk you through the figures and then they call the figures when the, you know, they, they walk you through the figures. So you sort of learn it that way. And then they have the musicians start playing and they call it as the music is playing. Right. So it, it can be... It can be pay and play right then. Yeah. So yeah. you, you in, incorporate some of it. You sort of take it in, but it's not like 
a class in the same sense that you show up that the teacher is teaching it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's more of a social community building. What, what do you what classes kind of do thing. you teach? Do you teach swing? So I do a similar I have I have. I'm not right, right on, the, now. on the on the on the ship you did. On the cruise, yeah. but also in Maryland. When I lived in Maryland, you t- I did a lot more of it there. I moved here about five years ago. Oh, okay. From Maryland. Got it. Uh and so I did a lot more in Maryland and then sort of took a step backward. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I stepped away from it for a while, like I said. And so now I, in the last two or three years or so I'm getting back into it. Oh fun. So yeah. So in Maryland I was teaching I was teaching a lot. I was teaching tap, I was teaching ballroom dancing, I was teaching swing, I was teaching some salsa. Oh nice. Um and some hustle, the swing sw- yep. hustle, swing hustle which again. Is yes. Okay. Hustle is is a form of swing dancing within mm-hmm. that big umbrella. Um so I was teaching a little bit of that too. Um and I had a ballroom in my house. <laughs> really? Yeah. Had a ballroom in my house. It Just was kind of cleaned out awesome. one of the rooms. And you're like, we're admit this is a ballroom. Actually, it was. Uh, we bought it from friends of ours who had it built. They erased the garage what? off their blueprints and yes. drew in a ballroom instead. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> that. That is a dork <laughs> triumph. It was really. It was that really cool. Awesome. My husband and I met there. We met. Dancing when, when he was married to somebody else, and I had nothing to do with that. Right. But uh, I just want to put that out no, there. Just, no, just everyone. <laughs> Good egg. Um, at that point. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> TikTok. I had, uh, yeah, so we met there. He was married. I was, and, you know, we were both friends with the yeah. owners at the time. Oh, right. Uh, and so, but then, and then when he got divorced, he sort of removed himself from the equation for a while. He's right. self-exiled. And then um, sometime later, he came back and we met. Right. Actually, we met at a mutual friend's wedding. But anyway, point is, later, we after we started dating, we ended up buying the house. That house? From those friends of ours. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So then, then you had a ballroom in your house. Uh-huh. And we got married in it, too. So. Oh, my hilarious. gosh. What a cool ball. What a... That's... <laughs> Andy has a dream and it involves some sort of game room attached to this house. We had a big game room too. Yeah. Right. Where there's, he wants a table that's lit from beneath and you can oh, wow. just project a D&D text map. Calm down. <laughs> a lot of good things are happening. I'm in favor of whatever he wants to do as long as I can just do catering. That's a, <laughs> as a, he designed that kitchen floor. And, wow. uh, yeah, cool. we just got a new kitchen floor and, uh, cause previously it was, uh, it got dirty if you looked at it. <laughs> and now uh it hides the dirt better and it's a uh, linoleum so it cleans and stays cleaner uh, longer so god love america got to love linoleum <laughs> anyway um so if you were to recommend me or anyone to take dance classes mm. what would you for for literally i i don't and what kind of shoes should i can i just wear my sneakers probably not it's better to wear uh, it's better. Well, dedicated sneakers. Okay. It depends on what you want to do okay. for both for both questions. It depends on what you want to do. Like if you want to take ballet or um, no, I want to take some sort of um waltzing, social dancing. Yeah. Okay. Good. Social, yeah. Yeah. Um, there are Arthur Murray Studios. Those are fine. Um, I, what my limited experience with them is that they will try to sell you more and more classes. Oh, right. And I, the ballroom dancing that I've done, I don't like the very standardized, codified. It's you pretty know, strict, right? It's pretty. It can be pretty strict. Have and you a ever lot seen of those Strictly dances, Ballroom? Oh, I love Strictly Ballroom. <laughs> love Baz Luhrmann. He's amazing. Yep. Let Moulin Rouge. My thesis was on the Can Can. So Moulin Rouge was what? I was awesome. My thesis was actually a comparison of the Can Can and the Charleston. <laughs> it was really fun. So I was all about Moulin Rouge. Um, yeah, love Strictly Ballroom. Loved all of those. Actually, I still haven't seen Romeo and Juliet. But anyway, fair enough. My husband's. I own it too, uh, and I've never watched it. Mostly because I have a hard time with Shakespeare. Yeah, uh, so do I. Yeah, and so uh, do I. Do you know what it makes me? It makes me. It, it makes me feel like uh, to, to even say it out loud. Uh, uh, there's a small amount of shame, but yes. uh, this is uh, the safest space in the world, and so get over it. Anyway, I'm fine. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel You're not judging me. Stupid. We're, we're, yeah, you're never alone, you guys. You're never alone. Yeah. Last last uh, episode, I was talking about all kinds of uh, just pulp because oh, yeah? uh, pulp is good. There's nothing wrong with. There's all kinds of nonsense out there we all love. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, so it depends on what, uh, but so for, for, that's right. So, uh, so I do feel like they can tend to try to sell you more classes, which I don't love. Yeah. And again, yeah, the very standardized things, these, these, what I focused on, what I have focused on is dancing before, you know, the similar kinds of dances like yeah. waltz, tango, foxtrot, uh, stuff like that before it was standardized for competition. Right. So it was a little more loose. 
Yeah. A little more, you know. Like, I mean, free, I, I suppose I, guess. I could go on Craigslist and find dance classes too, mm-hmm. right? I, mean, I did just start a new series. Yeah. <laughs> I started a monthly series, First Friday Dances. We just had one the other day. Right. Um, and we need more people to come out and, and join us. So. Okay. We live in the same city. Yeah. Uh, it's actually in Pasadena. It's in okay. South Pasadena. First Friday, what is it? First Friday Dance Parties. Okay. And you see it on my website or on Facebook, First Friday Dance Parties. First Friday Dance Parties. Yeah. And it's, it's a, it's a big mix of like swing and one step and, and, um, waltz and some country dances, some okay. contra dances. And I teach it. All. I am going to <laughs> say that we will come to at least one. That would be great. That would be neat. That would be great. Yes. <laughs> and do it soon before it. Stop uh, happening. happening. <laughs> right. Please come before uh, not enough people come. And, yeah, and we have, have to, to close it down. It. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Noted. And it's and only 12 bucks. It's 12 bucks. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is this is going to go up at the end of May. So uh, uh, okay. we'll see how long it lasts. But, uh, but the, it'll always, but you're, but ReneeCamu.com will always have whatever the new class you're teaching anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So yeah. people can always check that, including myself. Yeah. To see what the hell you're teaching and what's going down. Yeah. So are we almost done? We're, we are done. Aww. I know it. Oh yeah. We are at, we are at an hour, but this has been fascinating. Yeah. I have oh, learned good. many things and also been revealed the many things I do not know, which is a <laughs> classic, classic episode of the dork forest. Oh good. It was really great meeting you on Thank the, you. on the, on the Joko cruise. And then this has been even better uh, getting to know you because I walked onto that cruise going, I could be friends with all of these people. Right. It's uh it's kind of amazing. It so. is amazing. Yeah. The Joko cruise is pretty yeah. awesome. Thank you so much. I, yep. think, oh no, I just, I was actually hoping selfishly to, to bring it around to Titanic because I, because. Oh, you can come on again. Yeah? yeah. Oh my God. I would love that so much. Yeah. It might take a little while, but uh, we'll get you back in rotation, Renee Cameron. <laughs> and we'll talk about because, the movie. Titanic. Yes. It, not just the movie, but the event. And because that's actually the, those pre dances that I was yeah. talking about. Those are from that era from 19, 1912, 1913. Always. I bring up, I believe it is Brian Upton who has been on this program and is a game designer. Uh, has always had the greatest idea for a recurring one-hour show based on the Titanic. Oh, yeah. Every week, it sinks. <laughs> Every week, you follow a different person on the ship. Yes. Oh, my God. Every week, you're like, are they going to live? Are they going to get off this ship? Uh, and every... and. And then in the background, you will see people that were on previous episodes just running by. That's awesome. And every week you can see the band because the band stays. Yeah. So uh, there were 2,200 people on that boat. That's 2,200 episodes. Yeah, at yeah. least. It would be an amazing show. That Brian would Upton. be. Oh, my God. Hollywood, get in touch with them. Serious. Yeah. Renee That's Kimmel, awesome. Thank you so much for being on the program. Thank you for having me. It was You're really welcome. fun. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?